In the previous episode, we covered what not to do for German learning. Do not approach it like a to-do list. Do not overwhelm yourself and don't invest in snake oil. (laughs) Now, in this episode, we're going to cover what to do and how to approach your German learning instead. So you will have a much more enjoyable and a much more constructive experience. This is the official GermanWithNicole.com podcast, and I am Nicole Warner. I am the Nicole of GermanWithNicole.com, and ich liebe die deutsche Sprache. This podcast is your anchor on the stormy seas of German learning. Herzlich willkommen. Number one, go for quality over quantity. To stop consuming German, you need to start digesting it. Roll it over in your mind. Make friends with it. Marinate in it. Breathe it in and exhale it out. Engage with it. Stop doing the fast food practices and digest German like a beautiful, a tasty, nutritious brunch. Take it in with all of your senses go back for seconds. (laughs) Compare it, size it up, form an opinion. Brunch is inherently relaxed, so treat learning German like you would a lovely brunch with some of your favorite people. Number two, to get out of overwhelm, simplify what you do. If you are in a German class or you're in lessons, then digest more of what you have done in class. Digest your homework more. Go over things again with fresh eyes. Rewrite a text. Listen to some audios from the book again. Figure out how to really get as much out of those materials as possible and then add only one or two specifically chosen other things into the mix. One example is concentrate on one YouTube channel with videos that you can understand and aren't too challenging. Another idea would be to follow only a handful of your favorite German personalities online. Again, this comes back to the idea of quality over quantity. Number three, instead of getting caught up in the latest language learning, whatever app or program or technology or whatever, be selective about who you listen to. There is a lot, a lot of what I call hot air and hooey online. And the sheer ease with which we can put a text, a picture, or a video online means that anybody can be out there posting texts and pictures and videos online. Here's one example, one illustrative example of why you should be so selective. One of my clients came to a lesson really upset, and she said something that went like this. I know I've had a lot of extra work lately, and I've had a lot of private matters to deal with, but I follow this German learner on Instagram, and she's in a German-speaking country, and she's in an A2 class, so she has a different situation. But no matter what, she's been learning German for less time than I have, and she makes so much more progress. I try not to compare myself, but I just can't help it. This makes me feel awful. It was really heartbreaking to hear that, and I could see the frustration on my client's face, and I said, hey, did you, did you read something this morning? Like, did you see something recently? And she said, yes. And I said, send me a screenshot because you've got comparisonitis. <laughs> so she sent me a screenshot and I looked at it and it really took seconds for me to realize that this was just another online facade. It was just more hot air. 
This German learner on Instagram had not posted a picture of her original text. She had posted a perfectly crafted and 100% correctly written text. There were no misspellings, no missed capital letters on the nouns. All of the commas were perfectly placed. And some of the constructions that this supposed A2 level learner had used were way beyond the A2 level. I looked at my client and I said, this is fake. There is no way that she wrote it herself. And if she did, her native German speaking boyfriend rewrote it for her or her teacher corrected it and she rewrote it because it is impossible for her to be an A2 level learner and to write such a perfect text. My client decided to unfollow this questionable German learner and she was relieved. She had a lot less comparisonitis after that, and it has made a real, a positive and constructive difference in her German learning. This is one fantastic example of why you should listen to your gut and be selective about who you listen to when it comes to learning German. Your time and your attention are valuable, so treat them as such. So there you have it. The three things you can do for German are go for quality over quantity, simplify what you do so you can get more out of the things that you do, and be selective about who you give your valuable time and attention to. I think you know what your homework is for today. <laughs> das ist genug für heute. Passen Sie gut auf sich auf. Musik